0: Our next guest has been one of the world's leading authors on business, work, creativity, and behavior, and his TED Talk has been watched more than 30 million times. By the end of this 10-minute episode, you'll learn how we can use regret to create a good and meaningful life. And if this sparks your interest and you want to learn more, then you can check out the full episode, which is going to be released early next week. Please welcome to the show, Mr. Daniel Pink. Something that you say is that we need to learn from our regrets. How do we actually do that though?
1: Well, the one thing, so there, there, I think there are three sort of, there are three core steps. The first one is to actually treat yourself with, don't treat yourself with contempt in the face of that. There are people, myself included, who would look at that and say, oh my God, you're such a fucking idiot. What the fuck is wrong with you? Okay. Don't do that. Um, there's no, there's no evidence that that kind of self criticism is effective. Um, but, but also, what's not effective is saying, oh, it doesn't matter. Just always, that's, that's a bad idea, too. What you want to do is you want to treat yourself with some compassion, treat yourself with kindness rather than contempt. Recognize that that, that kind of misstep that you're talking about. How old were you, Jared, at the time? You were 18, 19? Yeah, you're 18 years old. <laughs> yeah, true. It's a moment, it's, a mo- it's very true. It's a moment in your life, it's not the full measure of your life. And so I think that way of reframing it is the is an important first step. The second thing is to do what you just did, which is talk about it, make sense of it. Um, One of the things that we see with disclosure is that disclosure is unburdening. So if you were carrying that around, you were carrying around the stigma of that uh, 26, you know, um, and you felt ashamed of that you felt terrible about that. That's not healthy. What you want to do is talk about it make sense of it. Um, And. um, when, then you have to then you have to extract a lesson from it. And this is really the important thing. So we're going to reframe inward and treat ourselves differently, treat ourselves with kindness rather than contempt. We're going to express outward. We're going to use language to make sense of it rather than harbor that negative feeling. We're going to unburden ourselves of it. We're going to transmute that negative, blobby, amorphous feeling into concrete words. But then we're going to draw a lesson from it. And this is the most important thing. Now, let, let, let's analyze the regret. The regret is... Regret clarifies what we value and instructs us how to do be better. And I think what's, what the clarification there for you is not so much the, the failure is the evidence, but it's not the underlying crime. The underlying crime is lack of effort, lack of conscientiousness, lack of diligence. All right. And so so, so what's telling to you is like you value putting in the work, you value putting in the effort, you value conscientiousness, you value diligence. And so that so the question then is that's how do you apply those values to other things that you're doing? So how do you become how do you how do you use those lessons of diligence to become a better podcaster? Uh, how do you use those lessons uh, of diligence to become a better salesperson?
0: You talk about using regret to create a good life. And in the book, you bring up the Harvard Grant Study, which studied, you know, which factors actually predict human fulfillment. Do you think that we can use the Grant Study and your research on regret to predict and really create a good life?
1: Yes, I do. I think it's, you know, and I think that, like, again, let's start, let's, let's take a step back and, and start from first principles. When people tell you what they regret the most, they tell you what they value the most. And across these 20,000 responses, People said there are four things that we that I that we, they regret the most: not doing the work, uh, not taking the chance, not doing the right thing, and not reaching out. And so, what what that suggests is that people value, as you were saying earlier, Jared. They value stability. They value uh, growth and learning. They value goodness and they value love. And so, those are the components of a good life. And so, as we anticipate, as we try to chart our lives, those give us, I think, I'll A huge amount of guidance. And when we anticipate our future regrets, it seems pretty clear that that's what we're going to regret 10 years from now, 20 years from now. So you can take steps today to avoid those regrets in a decade or two decades or three decades. But what we shouldn't be doing is wasting our time figuring out, you know, sort of trying to reduce our regrets on mundane things. Like, you know, should I have worn my white running t-shirt today or my gray running t-shirt today? You know, you know, so, so I do think that those give us a sense of where we can focus our attention. They operate, they, ha- they have, I think, a kind of a navigational effect. They give us, they allow us to set our, to set our sights on, on those things and actually just chill out about everything else.
0: So if regret is so common, you say it's the most common negative emotion, then what do you think is the evolutionary purpose to regret?
1: Um, well, I mean, that's a great point. First of all, let's, I mean, it's smart to think about that regret has an evolutionary purpose, that it's not an evolutionary defect, but it's not like, but I think it's a really smart way to look at it. It's like, like you have this emotion that you said at the top of the show is one of the most common emotions that we have, and yet it's not pleasant. So what's, what's happening here? Why is something that is unpleasant? So ubiquitous. And the answer is the first answer has to be that it must have some advantage, it must confer some evolutionary advantage. And the evolutionary advantage that it confers is that it helps us learn, it helps us grow. That is, when we feel that sphere of regret, we like, huh, okay, I made the the wrong decision, or I didn't take that action, or I took the wrong action, and I feel bad about that, that's a signal, that's a lesson, that's uh, information, that's data that allows us to do better next time.